This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Before we wrap up here, guys, we heard earlier this week that the Miami Dolphins added Anthony Schwartz, a third wide receiver, to the practice squad. What we heard on Wednesday, Tuesday, one of the two days, depending on uh, when it actually report, I think it was Tuesday. I think the report came out on Tuesday, uh, that the Miami Dolphins were trying out three safeties and three guards. So, Outside of the players that are coming in, because I think the goal of these players isn't, you know, Anthony Schwartz isn't about Jalen Waddle being injured. Uh, you know, adding a safety isn't because Brandon Jones is still struggling with his injury. I think these are just depth pieces. And I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. As you see Chris Greer sniffing around these different players, uh, how do you think he feels about the roster? And where do you think he sees the concerns where come late December, maybe early January, we need some guy to play 15 snaps. We need Lester Cotton to come in and be left guard, that type of mindset. Yeah, I, I do think uh, you're right on the other positions, but I think that guard spot is a little uh, little shaky right now with those injuries. You know, Robert Jones got the, got the knee issue. Uh, Robert Hunt's got the hamstring issue. You know, they've said they're kind of day-to-day on, on those guys, week-to-week even. Um, I don't think Rob Hunt plays this weekend. I do think there's a good chance he returns uh, the following Friday, I believe. We're already at that Black Friday game coming up here pretty soon. That's that's wild. Um, but I, I do think you, you want to get some offensive line pieces in there that you can feel good about if they were pressed into duty. Uh, I think Andrew Norwell was the big name on the on the the guard list there, you know, multiple many many starts in in the National Football League. So, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't be too upset if they wanted to sign him to the practice squad. He's a, a breaking case of emergency type player. Um but you never know and you don't want an injury to one of your star players to derail the season. We were we were there last year. We felt that last year. Um and, you know, they've, they've kind of work, worked their way through these injuries so far this season. Uh, but you you, you got to have some reserves in there that, that can be used if needed. So I, I like that they're looking at the offensive linemen. I think with the safety spot, 
very important position in Vic Fangio's defense. They're probably not super happy with what they've gotten from a guy like Brandon Jones so far, maybe looking for a, a, a type of guy that Jones really isn't, you know, maybe a guy that can, that can get out there and coverage a little bit better than, than Brandon Jones can do. Um, so we'll see if anything comes of that, but I, I, I like, I think, I guess my overall point with these tryouts is I like that they're still turning over stones. They're still trying to find pieces to add to the roster, put on the practice squad and say, how can we get better? They're not being complacent. They're doing the work to put in the time and the effort in. And uh, you like to see it as a fan of this team. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about Chris Greer is the way he just continues, you know, throughout the entire year to try to continue to build on that roster, you know, try to bring in an acorn that maybe, you know, just needs the right coaching and an Anthony Schwartz to maybe take that next level. So um, we'll see what happens. I do think we mentioned, you mentioned the offensive line. We absolutely need depth there. Defensive line, again, is a position that we've all been talking about, um, I think, since January about needing depth there. So I think Akeem um, Hicks was one of the guys that we've all talked about. I think he came out today. There's a report that, um, a few teams were interested in him, but he didn't know if he was going to come back. So um, we'll see what happens. But the bye week is the week where you bring in these depth pieces and try to get better for that inevitable playoff push, which we're all hoping happens. So um, keep doing what you're doing, Chris Greer. And, you know, maybe we'll see one of these acorns playing a few snaps um, down the stretch. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast still one of the most impressive parts about this Miami Dolphins season it's is the ability to keep Tua Tagovailoa's jersey clean for most of the game uh Merrick when you see that big Q next to Robert Jones and that big Q next to Robert Hunt do you feel like there, where you're approaching that point of the straw breaking the camel's back, or do you feel like left guard, right guard, at least short term, are two positions that you can maybe work around? Yeah, I think you know that's kind of the the thought process with guards is that they're probably uh, the easiest positions to replace on the offensive line, the left guard, the right guard spot. Hard to replace your tackles; those guys are always in demand. Your center uh, kind of has the most responsibility pre-snap of any position along the offensive line. So you want a guy in there who's, who's really comfortable with the offense and comfortable calling out the protections and whatnot. So I think if you're going to, you know, suffer an injury on the offensive line, either one of those guard spots is where you want it to happen. Maybe not both of those guard spots. I, I really don't like having to, to walk into any game, even if it's a game against an opponent, we think 
we can beat, like the Raiders. You don't like to walk into that game down two offensive linemen, both starting guards. So, um, you know, they, they were in that boat in Kansas City, and the backups actually performed pretty well uh, in, in that spot. But you're hoping, at least in particular with Rob Hunt, that that's not a long-term injury. If he does miss this one, he can be back for that Jets, Jets game the week after. They might be looking at that and thinking, okay, can we get through this Raiders game without exposing him to, to further injury potentially um, because we'd like to win that divisional matchup against the Jets who are winning football games despite looking awful most of the time. And you're going to put a lot of that on their defense looking real good. So if you can get Rob Hunt back to go against that defensive line, a pretty good defensive line, the New York Jets boast, um, then I think that's what we're we're keeping our fingers and toes crossed for. Yeah, I was just going to say it sucks that we are without Rob Hunt because he's, again, arguably the best offensive lineman we have. But I do think if you're asking if you'd rather have both tackles missing or even your center, I think we can get by with the guards. At least, um, like Merrick said, we looked pretty well last week against Kansas City Chiefs. It looks like it's going to be Liam Eikenberg at left guard and Lester Cotton at right guard. That's just kind of how the depth chart shakes out it's actually interesting that they uh the Dolphins made a switch where Robert Jones is officially the starting left guard and he will be when he's healthy and they push Liam Eikenberg back I think that's important I think it is so important to have that backup uh, center that you can trust in big moments but guys outside of Lester Cotton and Liam Eikenberg there isn't a lot to work with there on the offensive line do you reach a point where you start where when does your arm get twisted to the point that Kendall Lamb needs to come in as a guard because I kind of like keeping him as a tackle, but I mean, uh, desperate times call for uh, desperate measures and a baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. Right. Well, they'll tell you, we want to get the best five guys on the field at any given time. I think Kendall Lamb is in that boat, but I understand why they're not putting him out there. And honestly, I think Kendall Lamb is on record uh, in saying that he doesn't want to play left guard because he doesn't feel like he can play it effectively. I think he feels like he's a tackle, in particular a left tackle. And we've seen that so far this year when he's been pressed into duty uh, because of the myriad of injuries that Teron Armstead uh, has been suffering. He's he's looked good. He, he's played pretty well at the left tackle spot. So, uh, again, if you put him out there at left guard, you risk – uh, you know, exposing him to injury. And then what happens when Teron Armstead gets injured again? And now you're scrambling to, to try to coach up either Austin Jackson to get back over on the left side or Keon Smith. And both of those things sound not good in my mind. So I think for right now, I'm comfortable with Eichenberg at left guard. Never thought I'd say that, but, uh, and comfortable with Cotton at right guard. But if you suffer another injury to either of those spots, then you might be looking at Kendall Lamb and saying, listen, I don't give a crap what you want to do. We're going to need you to, pl- to play one of these spots this week because we're in a, in a dire position here. Yeah, you ran over that depth chart, got me queasy, and I, you just wonder if we're going to get off here and there's going to be a signing to you know Andrew Norwell or wherever it might be that they just worked out because um, that does sound a little bit breaking case of emergency if we had to move Kendall Lamb inside and Let's be honest, at this point, he, he might be the long-term answer at left tackle with Teron Armstead, um, the way he's been banged up and the way he's been playing. So um, let's hope I we get healthy like because that is not – who's that, Kendall Lamb? I think, I think he's like 31. He's not a spring chicken. Yeah. Those guys can play how for old, a while, though. So he's so he's even older than Teron Armstead is what you're saying. Oh, God, that's not good, <laughs> right? Oh, it's Teron Armstead. Toronto, no, Toronto Armstead's 32. Okay, so if Toronto Armstead was that uh, franchise left tackle, then Kendall Lamb can be too, right? I mean, we were going to rely on 
Teron Armstead nice for what, three or four years? Yeah. At a much so cheaper we'll, we'll cost, see. too. Well, it was. Kendall Lamb's going to cost a little bit more now after this season. <laughs> They're just going to be playing this podcast, obviously. Uh, just guys, basically sounds envision. like our offensive line is in shambles. We're going to be screwed on the offensive line with everybody. Oh.